Hello and welcome. This is Corinne Modokaitis on How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. I have a mini-sode for you today. What are you feeling? Before we get started on the mini-sode, I invite you to hit pause, go to your show notes on your phone or your computer, and click the link to sign up for the, my weekly newsletter. Do it now. How often do we forget to do things when we push it off for later? Yay! I'm looking forward to having you in my inbox. What are you feeling? I feel like dirt. First off, dirt is not a feeling. It's a part of our earth soil. I have a client who used to love to tell me she was feeling like dirt when I asked her, What are you feeling? It was easier to answer. I feel like dirt than to really tune into her feelings. You see, we aren't taught to feel. And for some of us, like me, we're never allowed to have feelings, especially the so-called, quote, bad ones, as they were viewed as unnecessary drama, you being irrational, and the cause of problems. You know those bad ones. Anger, frustration, sadness, disappointment, despair, and the one we never talk about, except here on my show, shame. It's one of my favorite feelings. Culturally, we pursue the good feeling of happy. Parents often tell me they just want their kid to be happy. That's what they want. What does that mean exactly? I'm always baffled. What does happiness mean? Not having boundaries, not being accountable, getting to do whatever you want, living life like it's Disneyland 24 hours a day, a big titillation fest. I don't know. What does it mean to be happy? And if we all want to be happy, why are we all so damn miserable? Here's the answer. It's because we are connected from our feelings. Todd Cashton has been a guest on my show and he's a positive psychology professor at George Mason University. I love, love, love his work. He's an authority on well-being and the author of a great book called The Upside of the Dark Side, Why Being Your Whole Self, Not Just Your Good Self, Drives Success and Fulfillment. Isn't that fabulous? Our whole self. It's something I talk about all the time on the show. I'll have the interview link with Todd on the show notes so you can listen following this mini-sode. Back to our feelings. Developing your conscious awareness of your feelings allows you to actually move through your feelings instead of being unaware and reacting to your feelings. When we're unaware and we react, this often leads to self-destructive actions, not being your best self, self-sabotage, where you get in your own way. You know people that do this. And can you look inside when you do this? I can do this. All of this results in a lot of regret, remorse, and more shame. 
What do self-destructive actions or self-sabotage look like? Well, for weight loss clients, it's I want to lose weight, but then they go and binge eat. So they want to lose weight, but they sabotage themselves by eating. And it's usually because they're feeling shame. They don't believe that it's possible for them. They feel shame and they go gladiator on themselves with the very thing that's getting in their way of losing weight, eating more food. See how that works? And then they beat themselves up more and then they have this evidence of I can never do it. It happens, that arena can happen in work, work with clients in that, with athletics, in marriages, partnerships, friends, can happen in every arena, not just one simple one. When you can feel your feelings and identify what you are feeling with one word, you can then choose to how you want to respond instead of being self-destructive or creating self-sabotage or approval whoring yourself by saying yes instead of saying no. You heard it right. One word, a feeling in one word, yes. I feel like dirt is a sentence. That is one way to know it's not a feeling besides the fact that it's earth soil. When you limit a feeling to one word, it is a wonderful constraint to get out of the stories in your brain and tune in to what's going inside of you. What is the feeling you are feeling? Where do you feel it in your body? And don't become, you want to say embarrassed, but embarrassment is often fleeting, fleeting, often funny. What it is, is usually shame. Like, gosh, I thought I was smart. I thought I was intelligent and I don't even know what I'm feeling. Remember, most of us don't. We weren't allowed to, nor were we allowed to uh, tell, be taught, nor were we allowed to feel. So we're developing that right now. As you become more aware of your feelings, you will respond to your body much quicker and have the potential to be less reactive in your life. So my clients, we do a lot of work on shame. They're really fascinated with Brene Brown's research. They want to understand it. It's resonated with them on the intellectual basis. And then I'll ask my famous question of, what are you feeling? Sadness, anger, frustration. Okay. Anything else? Yes. Dead silence for a long time. And then eventually they say, damn, it's shame. Because it's that voice of, I'm not enough. I'm a fraud. Who do I think I am? And shame is a really crippling feeling. Do you want to live a life where you choose how you respond versus reacting? And that's the beauty. When you learn feelings, you can understand how you feel. So with feelings, I like to keep this list simple. There are a lot of feelings lists out in the world and long lists are overwhelming in this day and age of info overload. You look and your eyes just get tired. There's just too much information coming at you. Instead, I invite you to learn three to five feelings and really understand how they feel in your body. What thoughts create those feelings and notice how you react to those feelings. As you get those feelings in your bones, then expand your feeling awareness to three to four more feelings and master those feelings. 
in this day and age, we want to go into overload and learn everything, but it takes time to master. Often I'll say there are four strokes in the sport of swimming, four, and we'll spend a decade or more mastering those strokes and refining them. We don't need to go out and create more strokes, strokes, swimming strokes. But often we think we need to do that in our lives because we have this belief, and especially in America, that more is better. When I was learning how to cook, I originally was going to learn a new dish once a month. And I thought that's ridiculous. That's going to set me up for failure. So I decided six. And for a long time, those are the six dishes I knew how to cook. And it took time. I probably made the one dish, you know, six times before I went on to another dish. Learn them. Get them in your bones. When they're in your bones, that's like the idea that when you're driving your car, your foot is on the gas, it moves to the brakes. You don't have to tell it to do that. It's in your bones. Your body knows what to do. If you're a swimmer like me and you come up on a wall and you're swimming freestyle, you do a flip churn. You don't think, oh, I need to do a flip churn. I need to put my chin on my chest. I need to put my nose on my knees. I need to blow out my nose so that the water doesn't go up my nose and burn my nose. And then I need to put my feet on the, on the wall. You do a flip churn because it's in your bones. It takes a long time to get in your bones. Allow that to occur. And then I invite you to remember that the conventional good and bad that we have on things, especially on feelings, that we don't need them. They're unnecessary. All feelings are here to give us a message. They're not good or bad feelings. Our feelings give us information so we can make decisions to support ourselves. For instance, if you're in danger and fear is triggered, that is a fabulous feeling to have. If it gets you to move out of danger's way, it's not a great feeling if you freeze and danger runs over you. Feelings of joy and happiness, those are important feelings to fill you up. I like to think of it as a reservoir because I'm going to burst your bubble here. Bad times are going to happen. So allow yourself to feel those great feeling feelings. And it's like the weather. There may be bad storms in the winter, but spring is on the way. We all want to feel feelings. It allows us to be connected to ourselves. It gives us information. And I invite you to start cultivating that relationship so that you can understand what you're feeling. And I invite you to ask yourself, when you notice something's going on, whether you start to get frustrated, there's this little edge or tension, what am I feeling? And keep it with a word. And then the next question is, what is the thought that is creating the feeling? Because it's never the circumstance. We always want to attribute our feelings to somebody else, something else, a situation, but it's the story that we make up in our head. So what am I feeling? I'm so excited for you to cultivate an understanding of what you're feeling. Notice all the feelings. I've be- created an awareness within my body where it's like playing the game Marco Polo. I always go back to the pool, you guys. But it's like playing a game like Marco Polo where you're warmer, you're colder. And when I have a feeling where it's tense or I can feel the blood constrict to my body, I pay attention to that. And what is the message of that feeling? And when I feel really good, I allow myself to feel vulnerable and feel really good and own it and be with it. And I used to be afraid. Because I thought, if I'm with it, what happens when it's not there? Well, guess what? We can always 
come back to have feeling good feelings. And there will be feelings that don't feel so good. We want to feel all the feelings. If we numb the bad, we numb the good. So we want to feel them all. And that's the beauty of our lives. And we're so afraid of feeling the bad, the quote, bad feelings that we try to numb them, but they typically stick around a lot more. So I invite you, what are you feeling? What is the thought that's creating that feeling? I look forward to hearing about how this experiment goes. And it's time to do a shout out to Brow 191 from Australia. That is my bucket list, you guys. I really, really want to go to Australia one day. And for your iTunes review, thank you so much for taking the time to give feedback for the show. You, there's a link in the show notes where you can go and give a iTunes review. Until next time, I'm smelling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.